more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Yeah, not a bad day to do it. Currently 19 degrees in Sydney and at Observatory Hill, the winds are west, northwest at 9 kilometres per hour. We're heading, uh, we're going to have some northeasterly winds today, 15 to 20 knots. Seas will be around about the metre mark, swell a metre to 1.5. Partly cloudy, tomorrow's going to be sunny as the Bureau of Guestimations is saying. It's just gone six minutes after five here on High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company. It's good to have uh, Steve Bowler from the Shooters Fishers and Farmers Party, and it's, we're going to talk politics now, Steve, but what I wanted to kick off by saying is I've been thoroughly impressed just listening to you talk. I used to know a Minister for Transport in New South Wales and didn't know how to catch a train. So <laughs> to hear you talking uh, about things that are going on in, you know, the west of New South Wales, and, you know, obviously your knowledge of fishing is is outstanding, but... It's just so good to have somebody representing fishers that actually knows yeah, something yeah. about the product. Again, I'm not a politician. I just work for them. Yeah. So, Same uh, deal. But uh, you're yeah, involved yeah, in no, the policies. No. Yeah. Yeah, but the party represents the fishermen. Yeah, definitely. And this is what we've got to try and get through to people. It's no good complaining I've lost my fishing spot if you're not involved in supporting mm. people to go to the government. So the more people that join up and become a member of the Shooters, Fish and Farmers Party, the more we've got people like Mark Benaziak and um, Robert Borzak that front up to the the, um, government and say, oi, no, you can't do this and you can't do that. You've got to be sensible about it. We're going to keep them under control. Uh, We're going to have that problem. That's what we're going to talk to... uh, Mark tomorrow. Yeah, Mark Benaziak tomorrow, yeah, just regarding uh, the issues that got down there in Naruma once again with the uh, the Greens. They're uh, putting on a uh, protest day uh, on the 11th of uh, March to try and get more marine parking at um, uh, Lord Howe Island there. They want uh, basically a 1.5... Lord Howe or Montague? Montague, sorry. So just uh, Lord Howe, yeah, no, Montague. Uh, they want a 1.5k uh, sort of exclusion zone around it now and uh yeah which is just barking mad yeah no no fishing whatsoever back in the 90s there was an exclusion zone around it and they removed that yeah well they want it back and obviously it's been pushed by the uh, dive industry again uh yeah and and the the usual suspects of the greens and uh animal justice party and things like that i would have thought the greens would have learnt their lesson was not that many years back when the Greens said, oh, no, we're going to have it all for the divers. And uh, there's a group of divers out there, one swimming behind the rest of them, all dressed in black, and a shark took her. But hang on, is, isn't that, is that the commercial dive industry? Because yeah. everybody I know that dives fishes. Yeah, no, it's the commercial dive industry. Yeah, mm. they, they make a lot of money out of uh, marine real estate that, yeah, we we pay for and we get excluded from and... Uh, yeah, they make money out, don't contribute to it, and uh, it's one of those frustrating things. But uh, in terms of, um, yeah, just pushing that, that uh, get-out-to-vote angle uh, in, in March, you people need to realise that, you know, if you're arrested on Liberal or if you're arrested on Labor, you can still give them uh, your vote in the, the lower house on the little ballot paper, but 
think about your vote uh, for for your sport in your upper house, you know, in your, your culture and so forth, because uh, there's only one party that's going to defend your lifestyle and make sure that fishing is something that you can teach to your children and your grandchildren, uh, and that's us. You know, like there, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, will uh, talk the talk, but uh, when it comes down to it, there's only one party that walks the walk in regards to that. And, uh, you know, don't, don't settle for power limitations. Put that number one in the, the box of the Shoes Fishers Farmers Party, and if you absolutely have to give a number two to one of the majors, do that. But uh, they don't need the the, uh, the first preference vote. We do. So on the big ballot paper, definitely think Shoes Fishers Farmers, that's going to keep my uh, sport ticking over. It's going to allow me to keep going black fishing or, you know, throwing poppers for whiting or going out wide and chasing marlin, whatever you, you do. But you also represent the people involved in the hunting? Yeah, hunting, and grain farmers. industry, all those sort of things. Anything that's uh, you know, getting a, a bit of a shellacking from the the, uh, the usual suspects, you know, those Greens <laughs> yeah. and Animal Justice Party types that... Uh, well, they've got a loud drum, haven't they? They do, uh, And they yeah. beat it regularly. And and let's be honest. We don't. Ha- if there's no fish, we don't have. Well, we don't have high tide. We don't have a mm. fishing industry. So it's all about sustainability and 100%, balance. Hundred percent. And having that voice there, and having that that voice as part of the the balance of the debate. Yes, and the the, the fact of the matter is, though, you know, if if there was a scientific justification for these uh, increases in in you know sanctuary zones and things like that, we'd be the first ones pushing it. But there's not. It's it's. Basic feel good. Uh, you know. We have the best managed industry in the fishing, absolutely, in the world. Yeah, well, I, I'd go as far as to say probably one of the second best. We're we're definitely up there. Um, I think the the US certainly um, do do things a, a lot better than we do in some regards, and and they've uh, managed to well, claw back their, their marine parks. You're allowed to fish. Oh, absolutely, and that they've managed to to really. Uh, Go ahead in leaps and bounds, even despite the, uh, yeah, the environmental side in the US is probably not as good as, as us. But in terms of fisheries management and and uh, enforcement and things like that, it's it's second to none. Uh, so we we've got to probably um, look at that and, and sort of realise that we we can do better in this country and we need to. Uh, and I think yeah, it's a no brainer that we should have a uh, a fishing and uh, hunting body that's standalone from the, the DPI. Now, where are we going to go with the government? Like, we've got Perrottet in charge at the moment. Do we need to keep his government active or do we swap over? I don't know what's going to happen, mate. And to be honest, uh, I I think either way, you're going to need a, a uh, strong crossbench uh, in both uh, houses of government to, to hold whoever gets yeah. into account. Uh, I don't think there's really much difference between the two major parties, to be honest. Like, everybody sort of thinks it's uh, it's like Ford and Holden, you know. It's, it's, it's oh, such a big difference. And it's like, well, no, there's still four-door sedans, you know. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, there's not an awful lot of difference. It's, um, you know... Basically, the the uh, same thing, different flavour. But uh, yeah, I, I, as I say, I look at this uh, election coming, and I, I can't pick it. I, I think Mins is doing a very wise job of just keeping his mouth shut and trying to Stephen Bradbury it in, and uh, I think that'll probably be very effective for him. Uh, I think Perrottet's had a, a pretty ordinary week, and uh, 
you know, with, with the, the various well, I, uh, well, issues I, he's had. What annoys me with Perrottet, most of the time when I see him on the TV, he's with children. Mm. You know, like, children are going to vote for you. Yeah, but they're a good and then, they're, Look, I mean, you can't, they're not going to be here. You're talking about, when you're talking to kids five, six, seven-year-old and less, they're not going to be in the voting. But they make a, a nice photo. Yeah, they you know, know, so to me, they're not going he's to trying to make questions. himself somebody important <laughs> that kids like me, so mum and dad may like me, you know. Instead of dealing with the real issues, which are hospitals, mm. you know, the the fires that are coming up. Uh, this the government is wanting to take all your money out of your super. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. there's mm-hmm. there's I agree, man. But, agriculture, uh, the farmer. But uh, uh, you know, at, at the moment, it's all you know a lot of sound and you know fury signifying not much of anything. You know, and the yeah, particularly out west, the Nats are, are busy dusting off the same old promises that they've made since. Yeah, you know, they're they're promising Great Western Highway upgrades. They. Duncan Gay promised us that in 20, uh, 2007. Yeah, that was going to be first cab off the rank when they got uh, elected in 2011. And we're still, you know, we're 2023 and it still hasn't happened. I know Grant's going to hit the button in the moment. We're going to catch up with John Caracatanas about the racing. We got a, uh, an email here from uh, Cole McIntosh who's saying, Hi guys, how about interviewing Mark Latham? from One Nation, as their fishing policy should be of interest to you and all fishers. Thanks, Cole McIntosh. Now, when mm-hmm. I mentioned that to you, you said it should be good because it's word for word the same as yours. Yeah, don't take my word for it. Jump online and uh, have a look at One Nation's website and our website. Compare the pair and uh, realise that, yeah, we, we had it word. first. <laughs> Guys, it's 15 after 5. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've fired people up. We're going to get Bobby from Bexley online. He wants to talk about politics. We'll do that right after this break. Now we cross over to Harper Reed, live on the scene. Thanks, Evie. I'm here to report Australia's best ever summer of safety with zero child drownings. All these children in the water have been taught to swim and they are all being supervised. Back to you in the studio. Kids play fantastic games of make-believe, don't they? Wouldn't it be great if we could make it real? Fence the pool, shut the gate, teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive, do the fun. Got a boat or a jet ski, how good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. 
Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's RoomView makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit all group franchises franchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Well, with its unique numbered framing system, PAL kit homes can be easily bolted together and require no special building or carpentry expertise at all. Now, PAL guarantees that their kit homes can be easily built by the owner-builder simply by following their detailed and customised instructions and plans for more information, you can go to Pal Kit Homes. That's P double Or if you want to telephone them, 1 800 024 912. Do you suffer from mild arthritis or other aches and pains? Why not do as others have done and try Arbor Vitae Joint Health? Others, just like Gary. Yeah, after two weeks, I was skeptical that it might come back and, and, and it hasn't. So, yeah, I do a lot of off and on, up and down. I'm pain free. So, hopefully, it stays that way forever. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae. That's A R B O R V I T A E dot com dot AU or phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only 19 after 5 here on High Tide. Good morning to you wherever you might be. If you're heading out today, make sure it's a nice, safe one. Hopefully it's going to be a day where we're going to have some money in our pocket. I talk money because John Karakasanis is joining us online. Good morning, Karats. How are you? I'm good, Grant. Morning, Steve. Karen. Hope you're all well. We are. We're all fired up. All fired up for a big day at Randwick today. The racing on a soft five, it was a heavy eight yesterday, and they, they think about midway through the day, um, they should get up to a, a good four, but that'll be midway through the day. Ten races on the program there today. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a cracking day. You've got the Blue Diamond Stakes Day. Uh, oh, well, it's at Sandown today, but uh, obviously they're renovating Caulfield. Um, yeah, great days racing. What? In the full, full swing of autumn, mate. You know, we're only a few days away from autumn and all the big guns are out. Yeah, don't remind me. It means summer's ending and it means surfing gets cold. What, what are we like today? What are we backing? All right. Well, my best bet of the day is at Sandown. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, race, race two in the Angus Armanesco. Yes. Uh, Philly by the name of Call Die, number eight. Number eight. I think it's number eight. Call die, General. Yeah, call die, yep. It's about five dollars, that one. The Ryan Alexiou trained horse, Damien Oliver to ride. Yep. And in the Blue Diamond. Yes. Uh, 
Dale City. So race seven is the blue diamond for those that uh, aren't up to date with it. And number 12 is Still City from the Ma Eustace stable that are racing in great form at the moment. Yeah, two starts, two seconds, but I think today might be its biggest payday. I don't like okay. that. Uh, I don't like that. Kieran got rid of all his all his locks. He was he stood out. And now it's just uh, he yeah. just looks normal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, Kieran will always be Kieran. Good man, Kieran. Yeah. Anything you like in Sydney? Yes. Yeah. The two obvious ones. Uh, Animo. Animo and in secret. Animo race eight number one for Animo. Uh, just throwing a debate that I was listening to yesterday. Animo, a good horse yeah. or a champion? Oh, uh, well, it takes, a few champion, it, it takes a champion to win group one races at two, three, and four. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's right up there. He's right up there. Well, one of the best horses in my, in my book. Yep. All, you have to, all you have to do is have a look at his prize money, have a look at his race record, 22 starts. He's only been out of the place twice. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's not far off. And what was your other one? In Secret. Uh, in, in Secret, in the Surround. Oh, in the Surround Stakes, which is race number seven. And I'll pop all those on the Facebook page for everybody as well. What number is it? Race seven? Race seven, number oh, number one, In Secret. Yeah. Yep. You said that, didn't you? You said yeah. you'd tip that. Yeah. yeah. Have a good day, Carrots. All right, Grant. All the best, guys. Have a good one. Okay. Pete, well. John Carrick Asada's there with his tips, and I'll whack those on the Facebook page for you very shortly. It's uh, 22 minutes after five. What what says says we catch up with uh, Bob from Bexley just quickly? G'day, Bob. How are you? Uh, Good morning, gents. How are you all? Gee, Stevie Wonder, you're in there again. You're afraid so, mate. The Panther said Pittsburgh. (laughs) <laughs> no, fiddler. Sorry. Uh, listen, you guys. I hear you mention about get these uh, professionals, we call the politicians, to help us out. You know, the fishing industry has been getting kicked left, right, sideways, as well as the amateurs. I just don't understand how over the years, guys like Tony Burke, Minister for Federal Fisheries, I couldn't even get a foot in as a free advisor there. And you know why? Why? His secretary was a full-on green. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I campaigned for all the, the right things for us fishers, getting better facilities. I even sat down with the Shimano owner. I've just forgotten his name now. Dumpy. Yeah. Dumpy. I took him to lunch. I bet you didn't do that, Kieran. Yes, I did. Uh, Many I times, not only, actually. <laughs> I not only took it to lunch, I bought the wine and I put the money in and the And I can vouch for that, Bob. I can vouch for that. Just around the corner there at the good old pub. At the uh, Tarrant Point, also at uh, Royal Motor Yacht Club. I was back when to tear him away from his cronies just to try and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. Hey, listen... I've watched the industry just fall apart. And I've got on air a few blokes. I used to battle on a bit, trying to get facilities. I used to get all the stats. I used to get all the audits from the fisheries. 
I used to get them from the Maritimes. I used to study up. Poor old Bobby from Bexley, trying to do the best for the fish owners. What the industry? I fell on my face. I couldn't get nowhere. And look, I went around, I hunted all the people that were in the business to buy and sell boats. I said, look, you want to have a future, keep the facilities going. New South Wales has just fallen away and forgotten about. Yeah. You go outside of New South Wales, it's a great place. Mm. Everyone's, everyone's catering for us. I've given up boat fishing. It's just too much effort. The amount of work, the money you've got to put into it, and what do you get out of it? Disappointment when you roll up at the ramp. Two-hour wait some places. You, you look at Facebook this year. It's pathetic. We are going to do a thing on uh, boat etiquette too, which um, we we should get to because it's a big topic. Bob, we've got to go. Thank you very much for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for ringing in. We've got PJ online as well, and it's not a great line, so we might go to him straight away at twenty-five after five. PJ, g'day. Hey, Grand, how are you going? Not too bad. Thank you for your post on Facebook during the week too. Ah, uh, well, you got to put the fishing back into a fishing show somewhere. And <laughs> we, 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 you know, we can sit there in the studio and talk about fishing and talk about, you know, different techniques and knots and rigs, but until it's shown to someone visually, it's very hard to um, interpret from a discussion. Absolutely, absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. And you do do a very good job of explaining it, especially for the lay people. Well, I try and keep it simple because that describes me. And <laughs> it, um, well, the old saying was, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, well... And we, we all fit into that category. Yeah, so the good thing is, like, I'm getting I'm getting the, the, the knowledge that I've still got in my head that I can remember, like, the stuff that I can extract that comes to the front of mind, I'm, I'm doing that first and then... Um, I'll start you know, stepping it up a bit a, a bit later on, but it's also um, it's also a handy um, uh, link to my YouTube page, which I launched the other day, PJ's Fishing Outdoors, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be able to put a lot more footage up on different techniques. It's not just fishing; it's going to be camping, hunting, caravanning as well. But um, yeah, so I started off because. If somebody said to you, Pete, what's the biggest question you get asked by people about fishing? It has to be, what knot do you use to join braid, braided lines or super lines to your leader material? 100%. 100%. And um, the braided lines have their own um, characteristics where we, um, we get stuck with um, uh, a knot that is not suited to the purpose and... Because of their process and their manufacturing um, characteristics, they slip. The knots slip. So you have to do something that bites in on itself, but also doesn't bite through the nylon. Now I've got a couple more knots to do for the um, for the page that for lighter lines. So when you use an eight and ten pound um, leader material, and you know you like your eight and ten pound braids. Um, the, the smaller the, the line gets, the trickier the knots become, um, and you don't want to uh, cutting through. So, the uh, improved all knots are very uh, a very good knot for that um, line of all sizes, to be honest. But really holds its own when you're tying big, heavy leaders, eighty and hundred pound leaders to the fifty pound braids and things like that. But, but we'll get through to it. But I just wanted to say, um, 
Steve, I heard you say um, about uh, One Nation policy from Mark Latham. Um, I agree, because if you read it word for word, it's basically the... Well, it is, the shooters, fishers, farmers, fishing <laughs> policy. How do I know? Because don't forget, I helped rewrite that policy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, and, that's and, the and said, you know uh, what? I yeah. put it down to a certain individual that's trying to make a name for himself amongst the hunting fraternity who was a bit disheartened about the, the Nardo Butler scenario, and he's gone off and he's been seen coming out of Mark Latham's office in Parliament House. Right, OK. Yeah, well, so you know, he's trying look, to make a name for himself and establish his, his own uh, trading company and flogging his own brand out there. And, you know, like his family's in the industry and he's, he's in the industry. Um, they were part of the rebels that tried to um, tried to jump in on the AGM. And, and, this, and this is what he's doing. So if they want to go and shop policy that others have written, it's called plagiarism. Learn it. Well, that, imitations that's, that's is the serious form of flattery, mate. So, yeah, well, <laughs> it is. I, I wouldn't worry about it too much. But uh, well, I, 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 I'm worried about it because these people don't have a long enough memory to remember Latham's anti-gun stance. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back back in uh, 1996, he was uh, in the uh, Labor Party then. And he he said some awful things about Pauline Hanson when she sort of stood up against the the gun law reforms Absolutely. and things like that. And then yeah, suddenly okay. he's working for her a few years later. But uh, anyway. we have gone through it here as high tide. We've yeah. had Mark Latham on, and we had him on there, and we had to let him go because of some of his uh, ideas and where he wanted to go. Pauline's always been quite good. She's always been there for the fish hour. Um, you know, but she just never seemed to get the right amount of power to make things happen. I think it's. Uh, I think she will get more votes coming this next lot, but I do think the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party will go further up the ladder. Yeah, I think... all, I can, all I can say is that you get two votes. Right, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Liberal or Labor in the in the lower house in your seat. That's where the government's made up. We will never ever. I'd like to think we could, but seriously, we will never ever become a formed government by winning seats in the lower house. The Shooters, Fishers, Farmers Party. We're in the upper house for a reason. We are there as the policemen of the lower house to protect your rights to hunt and to fish. Hmm. A house now, of review. It's the house of review. The laws, they get fluffed around downstairs. They come up, get told, revise it, send it back up, and they pass it or not. Now, Mr Latham wants to sit there and adopt our policies. That's fine. All he's going to do is split the vote. Splitting the vote does no good because it just plays into the hands of the majors, who, I might add, are quite happy to give you the pineapple with... Rough end first and dry. No lube whatsoever. <laughs> okay? So, you know, they all think we're going to bend over and cop it. They can't. And anybody that wants to imitate what we do, you can go out there and feed off the scraps, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And don't use my policies to promote your own party. Yeah. Good. Well, okay, yeah. Pete, we'll talk with you tomorrow. Well, hang on, hang on. I've got him. He's fired up, right? So what, what I'm going to do, I'm going to whack on Facebook for you on the uh, High Tide 
uh, radio program, uh, Facebook, a photo. It's a guessing competition of what some people have for dinner uh, on uh, on Friday nights. So jump on that and see if we can uh, get you even more fired up, PJ. Well, I can't look at Facebook while I'm driving. No, no, do, do it when you pull over, not please. Not with that attitude. Be a can-do, not a can't-do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hey, what, do you, what, what do you call a can opener that's broken, Steve? I don't know. I can't, can't tell a you. A can't opener. <laughs> <laughs> See you, PJ. <laughs> wow, he's fired up today. Love it. I'm going to take a quick break here on High Tide, 27 minutes away from six. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Over the weekend, I got taken for $8,311.24, but it was just so real. I just can't believe how I fell for it. I used to smoke like a chimney. I was crazy, and when I realised I was crazy, I stopped. This is going to become a thing of the past, at least in uh, New Zealand, where the country's parliament has just passed a law which will slowly result in a total ban on selling tobacco. And I think that's a very brave thing for New Zealand to do. Mate, I'm glad you brought up yesterday about New South Wales bureaucrats, especially in transport. Good on you for giving them a serve. They need it, and they need more of it. Thankfully, um, we've got people like you that do that. The John Laws Morning Show returns in 2023 on 2SM. Summer is here, and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. So book online today at repcoservice.com. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray, 0406 2SM, Australia's king of talkback radio, John Laws, 9am weekdays. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river, I 
again. 24 minutes away from 6 o'clock. If you did miss uh, Carrot's tips, they are on the Facebook page right now. I just popped them up during the commercial break. Time to talk more fishing. Time to head off to Duff's Salamander Bait and Tackle. Matt's joining us online. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday Happy to you. Hopefully it's a good one up there. Uh, weather-wise, it looks all right, yeah, at the moment. Uh, just quickly, what we've got here is a whole lot of sun happening, <laughs> which we like to see. Um, I think you're going to get uh, not too crazy and hot. It's going to warm up during the week, though. It's going to get warmer. It's giving it its last crack before we go into water, might say, by having a look at it. They're reasonably good conditions on the waterways. I think um, we've got the second, got the interclub game fishing thing on. Yeah, what have we got? Slight seas and uh, light winds, so you couldn't ask for much more, really. Um now, what happened this week? Just quickly recapping. The lighting had been a bit scarce on the old beach. That would be the, the talk of the town, unfortunately. They're, uh, they're not doing what they should be doing at this time of year. I was talking to a guy yesterday, and we sadly calculated that it's probably been like 35 or 40 years of fishing on the beach up here, so it makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> and uh, Well, I started when I was very young, though. I'd like to say that, people. <laughs> I'm going from 10. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if I've seen it like this uh, this uh, summertime. So, um Albeit, of course, the stocks are depleted. You don't catch as many as you used to, but uh, you'd always be able to get a decent feed. But the guys are having to work hard for them, nevertheless, and uh, a few of them are having a go. So maybe a big dump of rain that pushes out the Hunter River. If we get that into March, we might um, see some more action on the beach. But at the moment, catching a few, few whiting, a couple of brim in the mix and tar wine, and those uh, crazy Australian salmon if you want to have a bit of fun on the line. Um, fair few stingrays around at this time of year, which makes sense. Uh, what else have we got? Ah, uh, the garfish has started down there at Shelbay Wharf. Mm. So, a miniature marlin there, opposite the country club down there at Shelbay. So I'm sure we'll be standing there mainly soon when we get all our local um, fellows go down there and chase them all the time. So uh, the word on the street is the garfish are in. Um, and obviously those small blacks just going to the, the big version, big boy version, those small black marlin are still, that inshore marlin bite, as they say. Um, that's still happening around uh, in quite close in inshore so um, still getting a few of those and I just said you know they've got that inner club on so that's the last of the game fishing competitions um, what else we've got Flathead have been probably the key standout for the estuary this year I must say that Flathead fishery seems to be fishing extremely well so um, captures throughout the bay and all the key spots like over at Jimmy's at the shortcut um, Bagnall's Beach Royal Reserve all those key places have been getting some Flathead and some good quality ones too and I was thinking that now that they've brought that maximum size them in even 70 then maybe in a couple of years to come we might see a lot more larger fish getting caught more consistently that makes any sense because they're letting them all go so as well as that breeding stock comes through so that's good um the odd brim being taken off the break, main break wall but leave them alone to winter people i mean they're going to be in good condition then they'll be a bit fatter and uh, and um as we move after the mullet run which will be well, what are we uh, march probably the end of march into april we should see that happening so um, if everything's not late as usual, uh, what else? Off the rocks, some black ocean some blackfish uh, out of Barubi, some pan-sized reds around um, a Fisherman's Bay and Boat Harbour I've got here in the diary. Um, fair bit, heaps of bonito around. So a heap of bonito around in the bay and probably out the front. And I'd, not being an avid game fisherman, I'd highly suggest that's what those marlin are chasing because they're just the right size by the look of it. Um, lots of bait in the water. So the water temp's still pretty warm. Um, and you've got lots of bait and activity out there. So uh, it's definitely worth a go. So I'd be out there having a few. I'm an advocate for an early morning fish, and it's uh, super still out here at the moment. So uh, a few boats gone out already. So hopefully um, hopefully we get some good reports for you for tomorrow. And I know you're have already po- you going to post the tips because that was my first question. So I won't, <laughs> I won't they're, they're, 
me up. <laughs> you got me straight away. That's my, my segue. Yeah, but right. what about the tides? Well, they go up and down every day, Kieran. And, uh, oh, you know, you get only... four of them. Uh, hang on for a second. Let me go back to the desk. <laughs> what about the tides? Now I've got my glasses on. Uh, oh, the pressure of radio, isn't it? Uh, this live stuff, you can't work with uh, animals, kids and fishing shop owners, can you? Uh, what have we got here? <laughs> Saturday, Saturday the 25th uh, February, last uh, Saturday of the month, and we have a high tide when Kieran woke up this morning at about 10 minutes to 1, um, 1.62. You got a low just at um, just a bit after 7.5 of a metre, and another high this afternoon about uh, 7 minutes past 1 up here, 1.45, those nice little tides, I like those ones. And um, so remember to add your variances because those are taken at Fort Denison. It's about 20 minutes to the um, Port Stephens Head. But then as you get further into Soldiers Point, now you're looking at about an hour. But um, there you go. So, so I can give you the petrol prices if you like, quickly. I'm sure this could be this could make Yeah, hurt us. Hurt us. We, we were having a good day up until now, so now, now hurt us. I, I think it's gone. I found out. Look at the top one. But one uh, unleaded, 196.9. V-Power 219.9. Diesel 199.9. That's gone down because I buy that one. And uh, <laughs> Blakey's left town. Be... They're going broke, so they, they have to, you know, reduce oh, it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's more violins out for them. Um, it's, uh, what have got? V-Power Diesel 208.9. So, chaps, I must uh, blast off. We've actually got people here. So you have a great Saturday. I hope the tips win, and we'll talk to you again first thing in the morning. <laughs> See you, Matt. See you tomorrow, Matt. Matt from Dust Salamander Bait and Tackle pop in, say hello. Obviously, it's it's all the same. It's the same every week, guys, isn't it? He mm. he comes on. He talks at a million miles an hour because there's people standing at the counter going, "Come on, I want to go fishing." Yep, and he'll be here about the same time tomorrow. <clears throat> I got him down for about five forty-five, so he'll be back. Uh, we won't have Matt from uh, Salamander. No, Matt from. Uh, Complete angle. Yeah. He won't be here tomorrow, but we'll have a report from him. And on the other side of this break, we're going to catch up with Alex Burrell. Stick with us. This is High Tide. It's 17 minutes away from six. Next time you're at the shops, take a second to spare because there are people in our community who need a little extra care. Those who live week to week, pay by pay, miss out when the shelves are bare because it was their only shopping day. All we ask is you buy what you need. Don't buy into the fear as the vulnerable miss out across the country far and near. A message from foodbank.org.au, where every dollar donated is two meals created. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington. If you like golf, you'll love Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club at Ludnam. Located just 45 minutes west of the Sydney CBD and 15 minutes from Parramatta and Penrith, Twin Creeks boasts an immaculate and challenging 18-hole par 72 championship layout. To book in for a game you'll really enjoy, go to the website twincreeksgolf.com.au or call the friendly, helpful staff at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670 9670 Hi, Shelley Craft here. 
Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends or just chilling at home, remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers and retailers this summer. Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products. If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to networkconstructionservices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 9808. 5673. Got it? 9808-5673. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 14 minutes away from 6 at 6 o'clock. We'll update the news for you. Don't forget the podcasts have gone up. The first hour is already up online. And, of course, the second hour will go up around about news time. We'll do that each day for you. Kieran. Yes, we're going to now talk to my good friend, Alex Burrell, who just happens to be... Marine Rescue New South Wales Deputy Commissioner Operations and Capability. Okay, I'll fall for the capability one, Alex. What's that about? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, it's a long title, but uh, anyway, that's, that's the way it is. How is everyone this morning? Yeah, I can understand you've been in charge of operations because your background's fantastic. Yours yeah, with, so with Hacho. Uh, we what are we talking about capability? Because as far as I'm concerned, over my years of knowing you, uh, you've always been capable. <laughs> Look, I appreciate that, Kieran. Now, the capability piece is, is really about making sure that our volunteers within Marine Rescue have the capability to keep serving that boating community of New South Wales, but also working with our partners in other agencies, whether it's the SES or RFS or police, and making sure that there's shared capability across the service that we deliver. So that's a capability role. Um, how, Alex, can I ask, how difficult is that? Like, we so many different departments, so many different areas. How, how does Marine Rescue find working with all of those other associations and, and uh, services? Look, I think we're very fortunate in New South Wales where we have a, a very robust emergency management system and a search and rescue system. So the frameworks are really there to support good operations and it's really up to the agencies to work together through various forums that exist to make sure that everyone does share and know each other's capabilities so when times come together whether we all need to pitch in um, you know we've got that shared and mutual understanding and I think there's probably no better example of that particularly in some of those recent flood events where 
you know, it was an all-hazards, all-agency approach where everyone came together and, and pitched in. And, um, you know, we always look to continue to grow in that area, and that's certainly a focus of us. Well, the good thing there is that um, when we talk about transport, who are now in control of maritime, right? You and Hutcho will work together. Hutcho's in charge of that. He's the CEO over there. Uh, so, but you you two guys work back in the water police. Yeah, we did. So it's funny how things things work out. But, I mean, it's great to have those strong relationships, particularly yeah. in the maritime environment. And, and we do work very closely with New South Wales Maritime and fantastic work buddy safety officers do, you know, across to the Marine Area Command and the water police. The police have got responsibility for search and rescue in New South Wales under national and Commonwealth arrangements. So um, everyone comes together well. And I guess, you know, we've all got the same message and that's to really drive safe behaviours on the waters. And, uh, you know, I think to have, we're, we're fortunate that we've got, you know, 3,000 volunteers who give up their time to support those paid agencies and to support the boaters. It's, uh, it's a great uh, system that we've got in place. All righty. Now, well, I, I, we've heard uh, reports that you guys down there at uh, Marimbula uh, helped a group of fishermen uh, over last weekend uh, that had a run-in with a big fish. I saw this on, on uh, the Facebook and, and so forth, and it's uh, an amazing story. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting and busy week on the south coast, but uh, that, that crew, yeah, very unusual, bringing in a marlin and uh, managed to... Uh, hit hit the back of the boat and caused engine damage, which disabled that vessel. Yeah, it, it skew, skewered the uh, the uh, trans uh, the outboard uh, cowling and so forth, and the bill went right in. So, by, fortunately, yeah. it, it skewered the engine rather than one of the the anglers themselves, because I mean that that does happen with marlin fishing. You know, people yeah, every like year get hurt with, with uh, bills in them and so forth, but. Uh, yeah, it was the engine that copped it this uh, time around and very that, expensive to fix. That's but... like trying to take on somebody with a sword. Oh, 100% or, or you know, basically what? a broadsword. We yeah. talk, we speak about uh, those pelagics, big pelagics and the sharks. But earlier we spoke, I spoke about the damage they do mm. when they come on board. But they do a lot of damage coming towards getting on board. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think, so, they, were, I think they were very lucky, and uh, the other crew down there too, and the capsized vessel off Tarsa. During the weeks where four people ended up in the water and were, were winched out by a helicopter, uh, and, and after was, managing to get their repurb. Yeah, that was about twenty-two k's off the the um, the coast, wasn't it? It was, and I think uh, it, it's a great reminder about the importance of having your repurb. E- e- available where you can get it but also have it properly registered because my understanding of this one was that uh, once the EPIRB was activated and they'd lost all the communications that um, family on shore were contacted and that confirmed that the boat was out and about and that was enough for the helicopter to be sent and, and track them and winch them off uh, very, very quickly so they were lucky but mm. disappointingly from what I saw they didn't have life jackets yeah, on. Yeah, so. that was going to be my next question. <sighs> Did they have the, their uh, life jackets on? And, uh, yeah. Guys, if you people listen, like those inflatable life jackets, they are no problem to wear. They they don't, you know, they're not hot and sweaty or anything like that. They're just, it's a no brainer. It's like putting your seatbelt on when you get in the car. Put your life jacket on, people. Like it's it's just yeah. you get you tired of saying it now. You, know, you don't even know that you got them on, and hmm. we know that um, you know people who unfortunately 
perish at sea in these boating accidents, we know that people, uh, it's overrepresented, they're not wearing life jackets. So, as you say, it just should be like when you get in a car, um, you put your seatbelt on, when you get in a boat and you're heading offshore. Yeah. Uh, before you get in the boat, before you get in the boat, hmm. put it on. That's it. That's yeah, it. Put, your, then, put your rods and reels and esky and all that in, but before you do all that, get out of the car, just put the life jacket on and do your work with, with the jacket on. And, and you won't notice it's just like having yeah. a jumper on. And the the thing is, these days with with my kids, like they just it's second nature, yeah. and that they'll ask me, like, Dad, where's your life jacket? You know, like they they just know. We're getting in the boat, we wear the life jacket, and uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it's got to be that that sort of mindset, you know, where where we we got to change the the uh, prevailing mindset of, uh, you know, it's it's girly to wear a life jacket. No, it's yeah. just common sense. You know, that's, dumb that's not it. to wear a life jacket. And as you say, Steve, I, I just bought two, and they got delivered uh, during the week, and. My partner was used to the old, you know, the big old yellow ones that yeah, make you yeah, look like May the Michelin West. Man. And she yeah, said, what yeah. are these? And I said, oh, they're the new life jackets I bought. You know, they're manual inflated mm. ones, mm-hmm. but which I prefer the water inflated ones. But, you know, budget's a thing too. And I, I said, look, whack one on and have a... Oh, I could get used to this. This doesn't take long to to get your head around, you know, mm. because you can you still got movement, you know. Yep. That, the interesting part is when you first get them, they look difficult to put on. Yeah, yeah, that that's all. Once yeah. you get used to sorting it out, all the straps and that, and put it on, you're right. Oh, and and, and understand honest, yeah, the bottle. The the fantastic thing about them is that you've then got a belt on. I, mine has a uh, pouch for my pliers and a knife holster on it all the time, and uh, I just everything's like, I, there. Like everything's there, straight at your at your uh, your hip. So to be honest, these days if I don't have it on, I'm sort of going, "Oh, where are my pliers? Where's my knife?" You know, and it's, it just gets frustrating. So I've got to just about have it on. I, I, I don't uh, survive without it now. You know, no, nah, they're cheap and affordable, and you know, as you say, a lot of them have got the little pouches. You can put put different things in there. We can have a little personal um, locating beacon, which a lot of people do have on those too. If you do go overboard, so oh, they're cheap and affordable, and as you say, easy to use and comfortable to wear. Yep, no excuse not to have them these days. It just seems to me to be a no-brainer. Oh, exactly, exactly. It's uh, you know, it's all the safety equipment. The price has come down on so much of those things now, whether it's a VHF radio, an e-perb, a life jacket, all those types of things are cheap and affordable. It, uh, I was going to say here, while you're talking about the affordability of them, they make a great present. Mm. Yes. Oh, Look, yeah. If you've got somebody in the family or even outside your family, take... Take people my age, you know. Oh, I'm a granddad. Uh, Pop just wears this old, old jacket. Well, or buy do- him a or new he, one. He doesn't wear it, and it's sitting underneath his seat, and it's yeah, mouldy. It's probably because that's how yeah. how I fish. Nineteen eighty nine. Boated all my life. Yeah, you know. If he ever yeah. did try and put it on, the the straps would be all perished, and God knows what. So no, yeah. Yeah. In, invest in an upgrade for sure. Yeah, invest in an upgrade. Yeah, well, sure well we've still got a, a few minutes. Uh, yeah, you, know, you were apparently played golf, which was, you know, one of those things I'll never understand. Government employee. Better... Why yeah, wouldn't well, you? We... They got all that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so look it was the, the Marine Rescue New South Wales Taurus Moria Charity Golf Day. On it the... was, it was. It was uh, yesterday. It's one of the lucky mm-hmm. things I get to do as part of this job every now and then. But uh, it's important, the fundraising for our unit. So that's our annual uh, Charity Golf Day. and. 
I think uh, pleasingly that raised up with the fifteen thousand wow. dollars for yesterday's game of golf, which is so. How'd which you is go? Fantastic. Uh, uh, well, uh, I think golf was a winner. Certainly yep. not me. Uh, golf definitely not one of my strong points, yeah, but it was great there, to see. There, are no, there uh, are no winners in golf. Alex, no, you yeah. should have said just just said to him then. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Next question. <laughs> but what's great with those events is just seeing the community come together, all the supporters and marine. Yeah. You know, whether it's, a, it's it's the local shops or local um, politicians, they they all came together and supported Marine Rescue. They had a fantastic auction yesterday afternoon and, and raised some really great money, and that will support that unit uh, over the next 12 months for some of their operational expenses. We all know fuel's gone up. Uh, and, and everything else has gone up, and marine rescue aren't uh, immune from those price rises, so it means a lot for our local units. Okay, yeah. we're good to go. Good on you, gents. Talk Thank, to you next week. Thanks, Alex. Alex Burrell there uh, joining us on High Tide. It's time for the news at 6 o'clock. On the other side of this, we'll be back. Don't go away. Another hour of the program coming your way very shortly.